Hey, everybody. It's Sam Jacobs. Welcome back to the Sales Hacker Podcast. Welcome to Friday Fundamentals. Happy Friday. Hope that wherever you are, it is warm and wonderful and that you're enjoying some time out in the sun. And if not, I'm sorry. We're here and we're back with Kyle Racky, the co-founder and CEO of Proposify, to talk to you about eight points, eight things that you can do to improve your sales process and close more deals. Now, before we do that, we want to thank our sponsor. Friday Fundamentals is brought to you by Outreach. Outreach triples the productivity of sales teams and empowers them to drive predictable and measurable revenue growth. By prioritizing the right activities and scaling customer engagement with intelligent automation, Outreach makes customer-facing teams more effective and improves visibility into what really drives results. Now, Kyle, welcome back to the show. Hey, Sam. Good to be back. We're excited to have you. So today we ask you this. Proposify has created some research, and one of the things that you all have created is eight things to do to improve your sales process and close more deals. So tell us what those eight things are. Absolutely. So um, this is all taken from our state of proposals guide, which we update every year. And we basically crawl our database of proposals for, for all this data and insight. And then we come up with some actionable takeaways. So these are the eight, as you mentioned. The first one is around design. So there's actually some data that supports it, but it's a, it's a little bit of common sense that great design is going to help you close your deals. But it is, you'd be surprised how many times sales leaders or sales reps may say like, well, it doesn't really matter. I mean, we've got a one pager, it looks fine. It's, you know, I did it in Word or whatever. But actually, if you take the branding and all the work that your marketing team puts into your website and the whole customer journey and apply it to your proposal, it can really stand out and make a difference. So that's the first point. The second point is around video. So basically using video in your proposals now is a great way to stand out from the competition. It helps you be able to address people who weren't involved in the sales process. So it might be like you're the CEO who's making the final decision, didn't want to be part of all the discovery calls. You can actually create a video addressing the CEO, understanding their pain and embed that right in your proposal. The third way is Basically, just keeping your closing documents short and sweet. Sometimes we see proposals that are like 30, 40, 50 pages and it contain tons of information. There's actual data to suggest that around seven or eight pages is actually correlates to a higher close rate. So I think the idea is you want people to really read this, even though they're going to scan it to a certain degree, the shorter, the better, and make sure it's organized into, into clear sections. The fourth point is really more around the productivity side or the workflow side of it is that a lot of times people get into trouble because they keep copying and they keep duplicating old proposals and changing the info. And often that works tons of errors into it. There's actually a much better way to do it, which is just to always work off a master proposal template. And then when you need to make changes to it, you can do that, but sort of have your marketing team essentially manage and keep track of that master proposal. The fifth one is about time kills deal. So people are used to this when you, you know, we talk about chat on, on websites, like if somebody reaches out for a demo or somebody reaches out to ask a question on your chat widget on your website, we know that if you keep them waiting a certain amount of time, you're just going to, you're going to drop the amount of leads. Well, the exact same thing is true with proposals. Like if you make a customer or a prospect wait like two weeks for a proposal or even a week, there's that kind of like buying state where people are hot, they're ready to buy, they're interested. And if you let too much time go by, they're just going to go elsewhere or they're not, it's not going to be a priority anymore. So time kills deals. The faster you can get that proposal to them, it's going to correlate to a higher close rate. 
The sixth point is just about monitoring how clients interact with deals. We actually found a crazy stat. You would think that the more a prospect looks at a proposal, the more interested they are and maybe the more willing they are to buy. But our data suggests that actually past about three views, it correlates to a lower close rate. So it's actually two two views is about the sweet spot. Though the thing we infer there is that, you know, if you keep looking at it, you keep opening it, maybe there's something you're unsure about or you're kind of on the fence. Whereas if you kind of you've already agreed or you've already made up your choice, sorry, made up your mind, then you don't need to look at it as much. The seventh point that we found was that renaming your pricing section, your investment, actually correlates to a higher close. And so our hypothesis there is that the way you position your pricing to your buyers is is really important. And if they look at it as a cost or something that's not necessarily adding value, it's like, oh, I have to come up with this cash. It just creates, it paints a different a different positioning in the in the minds of the buyer. So painting it as your investment is sort of like you're putting this money in, but you're getting value out on the other end. And then the eighth point we found was just make it really easy for clients to sign off on your team's deals. We found that e-signature significantly improves the close rate. So not just the time to close, but actually more people are willing to buy if they don't have to sign it the old way, which, you know, print it out, sign it, scan back a picture kind of thing. So those were the eight action items from our state of proposals to help dominate your deals. Awesome. And I'll just recap them because I took some notes. First of all, everybody, number one, great design makes you money. Number two, use video in your proposals if you can. Number three, keep your closing docs short and sweet. Number four, work off a master proposal template. Number five, display sense of urgency. The longer it takes, the less likelihood you are to close the deal. Number six, actually, the more they open that email, the more they interact with the proposal is not necessarily a good thing. We're looking at two views as the sweet spot based on Proposify's research. Number seven, this was a good one. Rename your pricing section, your investment. Uh, Instead of pricing, call it investment so that people understand that's what they're doing, which is of course true. And number eight, make sure you're using e-signature. It is the year 2021. I personally don't even own a printer anymore, which is uh, my bad, but it's Mm -hmm. just evidence of how important e-signatures are. Kyle, it was great having you on the show. Remind us if folks want to get in touch, what's the best way? Yeah, thanks for having me on the show, Sam. People can get in touch through LinkedIn. They can just search search Kyle Racky, R-A-C-K-I, or they can check out the website, Proposify, P-R-O-P-O-S-I-F-Y.com if they want to check out the product or shoot me an email. It's just Kyle at Proposify.com. Awesome. If folks want to reach out to me, you can linkedin.com forward slash the word in forward slash Sam F. Jacobs. Of course, you can always email me, sam at revenuecollective.com. I'll even say you can text me, 917 We'll see if anybody's listening. Kyle, thanks so much for being our guest. It was great having you. 